A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn could talk the Federation into maybe cutting them a little slack. But their response, it didn't thrill us. They locked the doors and tried to kill us. We escaped from that gas. The Met Jar Jar and Boss Nass. We took a bongo from the scene and we went to feed to see the Queen. We all wound up on tattooing. That's where we found this boy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. Um, today we are going to finally, finally talk about the end of the Skywalker saga. We have the end of Star Wars. Well, the really? end of Star. The end of in, Star in, Wars, in as you main, know it. I know there's more Star Wars to come. I'm not yeah. saying it's the end. But it is the end of the full original Skywalker Where saga. Where we began. Yeah. Yeah. So this is obviously going to be full of spoilers. There may even be tears. Get out of the bath. Get out of the bath. Get out of the bath now. You Rick, have been warned. Get out of the bath. It's a spoiler <laughs> review. We're not just going to skim it. Right. So, Gary. Rise of the Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Initial thoughts? Ooh. <laughs> I really liked it. Really? I really liked it. I really did. And honestly, it's weird because obviously I've watched it today, which is, you know, a full two weeks, maybe even three weeks away Mm -hmm. from it. And I've been following it slightly to see what the reaction's been. I've seen a lot of Facebook posts and stuff like that. I thought this was going to be garbage, absolute garbage, because the initial stuff I was seeing was that it was bad, like, mm. monumentally bad. I'd seen someone even say it was the worst of all of them. Right. How, though? I don't understand how that person's come to that arrangement. I don't think it's the best. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the worst. I think it's a, actually an okay ending. But the problem with it is, I think it's a good film. Mm-hmm. I think it it sits very badly in the trilogy it's in. Now, that's not this film's problem. That's Johnson's. I I think the problem comes from the fact that I wasn't massive on The Force Awakens. You liked The Last Jedi. Exactly, right? But it went completely the other way. Mm. This felt like J.J. Abrams went You've gone way too far that way. You fucking did. And I am going to erase that yeah. and bring it back. So this, in theory, should be the second of the trilogy. Yeah, and the third, technically. So it's a good film, but but as a trilogy film, hmm. I don't like it. But I actually do really like this film. See, I'm I really liked the film a lot up until there's one bit and we'll talk about that later mm-hmm. there's one bit it got up to and then I wasn't out but it made it go from being like oh my god this is such a good film to <laughs> kind of where you're up to now mm. um, but yeah that's, I mean let's just smash right into it because I mean you, you've just touched on the biggest issue J.J. Abrams having to take back the steering wheel and it really does take back the steering wheel like everything that 
That's what come with a montage. Uh, they better come with think... a montage, but they had to go. How the fuck do we fix everything, Johnson? Did. Uh, montage. I don't think even Rocky had a montage. I know everyone has this like love-hate relationship. Some people love it. Some people hate it with the Last Jedi. I don't think the Last Jedi was that bad, but this makes it look awful because now it doesn't sit anywhere. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, I know there was problems with The Last Jedi. Everyone knows the bit with the casino and all of that was a bit of a waste of time. But generally speaking, the stuff around that I did actually like. But this just literally, like, there's so many bits in The Last Jedi now that have no relevance. Yeah. There's no reason for it to be there. And it cheapens that. It completely doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because I do enjoy this film. But then you're sort of like, well, now I feel robbed of a trilogy. Right. The way I look at it was, and I, this is me eating my own words here, because when we came out of Last Jedi, you lapped it up. Chris, because he was here before the snap, he, he did not like mm. that film. And I was somewhere in the middle. I did not mind. I didn't think it was the best film in the world, by any means, the best Star Wars film. But I still thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. As time has gone on, because the little things that made me think it wasn't that good have become more and more gapingly obvious. And mm. I realised that I was looking at it through rose-tinted glasses. The bits I liked were small, and I was just focusing on them. Mm. So I really didn't like it. And what I've come to realise is, J.J. Abrams' first film, Force Awakens, he sets everything up. Yeah. And uh, almost symbolically at the end of it, when Ray's like, here's a lightsaber, it's like passing the torch. Here you go, you take it. First scene in the next film, torch over oh, shoulder, over shoulder, gone. And Johnson does that throughout the film, which you liked. You're like, oh, I didn't see any of that coming. That's different. But then what the problem is that Johnson does, and this is why a lot of people are upset, is because Johnson goes, I take all your setups, I don't like them, and now I'm going to do my setups. That's grand, but you're not in charge of the first film. It's the second film. You have to carry this on. Mm. Now you're leaving the person with the third film having to finish off arcs you have finished arcs and started arcs again it doesn't work from a storytelling point of view and that's where johnson went wrong it was bold but from a story trilogy like you said point of view fucking stupid well the, the stupid thing and obviously we're, we're obviously talking about the rise of skywalker so i don't yeah, want to way, go too much into jedi but the, the biggest problem then with The Rise of Skywalker is it, it's spending too much time fixing things for me. And I like it. I mm. like it as a film. But there's also an element of, of almost like putting the bees up to Rian Johnson all well, the way Well, the bit where it. Luke comes out as a force ghost and catches the saber, to mm. me, that was him going, you know what? Fuck you! I you get yeah. him to throw it away. Doesn't he say something like, like uh, "Don't toss away you, a lightsaber"? Yeah, exactly. It's like you know, you don't treat a lightsaber with this kind of disrespect. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that was him, like going, "You want know Johnson? Fuck off!" But that was it. That was the. I I I I don't want to spend too much time on that. I, I think it's worth mentioning first. Yeah, to see where we are as it now. But I think it weakens the trilogy. I think, generally speaking, the biggest ball was dropped when these three films weren't just said, this is yours for the three films, to someone. Yeah, so I mean... Even if it was... Like, I, I, I said that I liked The Force Awakens. I really did. But I felt like there was 
too much fan service to the first film. Yeah. And then, you know, I thought the fact that there was another Death Star, there wasn't enough originality in it to make it a big film. In a strange way, this film then is the perfect adaptation of that because it's original. It's very original. You can't fault the storyline, I don't think. Um, I always... The thing, now, this I, is I'd interesting like, to well, me. Well, this be interesting think... to go into. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I think it was original enough. Okay. It doesn't deviate into any of the others, I don't think. I think it's but literally the last... But then there's enough fan service... Right. ...that it makes it a complete Star Wars film. I think this film is, part for part, the last act of Empire Strikes Back meets Return of the Jedi. How? How? Right, in the last act of Return of the Jedi, everyone is split up and is like, oh no. There's no Death Star. Okay, fuck the Death Star, right? Just for a moment, fuck the Death Star. Believe it or not, film's not denoted by the Death (laughs) Star. Well, in this franchise, (laughs) yes it is. Right, so at the end of Empire, he he finds out Darth Vader's dad, um, then they all split up and it's all very solemn. The beginning of this film, it's... And somewhere part coming into it, you find out Palpatine is a granddad, mm. right? And then Palpatine coming in comes at the very beginning of Return of the Jedi. Mm. That's when he's first revealed at the begin- beginning of Return of the Jedi. And then it's him controlling the string- strings from the back, making Darth go and kill, kill your, bring your boy here and, and kill him, or he has to kill you, and um, whatever. And this is what he's doing. He's going bring, kill Ray, or bring him, doing that the exact same thing to um, Kylo. And at the end, Kylo decides, I'm going to be a good guy. Oh, Darth did that. And then they come together to try and defeat Palpatine. Um, I don't think Palpatine. it was done in the same... Uh, look, I, I, th- I no, get I'm, there's I, a pattern. There's a pattern, but that's your pattern but that I you put towards The, the, the problem with The Force Awakens was, I felt like it was far too close to the original story. It, you couldn't pass it off as a pattern the minute the Death Star turns up, because then it is just... There's different scenes, don't get me wrong. Like There's di- there's plenty of different things that happen in The Force Awakens, which is why I, I, I think as much as like I make The Force Awakens sound like I fucking hate it sometimes. I know, but it's a good because, film. But I, I gave it a seven for, for good reason. It's a good film. But the problem was I thought it was cheapened by the fact that it stuck way too close to that sort of that model of the first film. Do you think Disney fucked up by not having a clear ABC of how they wanted the story to go. Yeah, completely. I don't understand how, in the grand scheme of things, they knew this would be a trilogy. They knew it was That's a trilogy. That's the best argument I've heard, because I, I had to say to you understand. that the first one didn't know, technically. Lucas says he knows. There's footage of Lucas saying, oh, I would like there to be nine films. But there's a lot of stuff that shows yeah. that he kind of re- re- how rewrites his own history. How they give it to one person that, yeah. to create the story, create the film, even if you don't have a different director, but at least have one person create the story I mean, of what's going to happen in the trilogy? Sometimes that's creatively amazing. I read this one of my favourite comics this year, slight deviation, but one of my favourite comics this year was a Spider-Man comic <laughs> where every chapter, the guy who writes Spider-Man at the moment got ten of the best writers in and went, I'm going to start a story, you've got to do the next chapter, and then you've got to do the next chapter, and you've got to pick up from that person, and then they had to, it shows at the very end of the comic, there's a little page showing the MSN chat they almost have going, how do we tie this all up? And it's quite interesting, it's very creative, and it goes a bit zany, but for fun's sake. But at the end of the day, there is a story there, and... It shows creatively, creatively when these people talk together, 
you can get something mad happen without in any prep. But do you do that with a multi-million franchise that's so beloved by so many people? I mean, and then give it to Rian Johnson, who, by the way, have you watched uh, Not a, Again? We sound like we're not talking about this film yet. But Knives Out, have you watched that? Yeah. Yet? How amazing is that? And the story and everything. Uh, what the fuck was he thinking with Jedi? Yeah, a completely different stuff type of film yes but then just he can clearly carry a story my problem is is I think this very much sounds like Rian Johnson had his vision but it wasn't the vision that he was given I don't know right but J.J. Abrams gets the first one does an okay job well, people probably the main gripe of it is originality. I feel like yeah, there was a lot of feedback. The second one then, Rian Johnson comes in, can't question originality, mm. but what you can question is does it fit? Mm. The third one, I think, is a bit of a combination of the two. But the problem with that is you've now got one person does two films and one person does one film. Neither of them clearly spoke, and one of them is very. In the, in the case of J.J. Abrams, looks like he's gone, that was never what I envisaged. And I'm just going to completely erase the second one. But rightly so, so. now it's not a trilogy. Why didn't they just give it e- either to J.J. Abrams? I, I, I think he said he at, didn't have the time. Looking at this film, well, that's bullshit, right? Because if, if Star Wars... He was funny enough, he was writing Spider-Man. As, as, as a franchise, if you're given Star Wars The Force Awakens... And they come to you and say, we want you to do three films. Is he going to turn that down? Are you kidding me? Have you not heard about... I mean, are you out so out the loop? I don't know. No, do you know the uh, the Game of Thrones guys completely threw away the last season of Game of Thrones so they could write Star Wars? You know this? Well, no, not really. Right. So they were offered Star Wars, but then they were on a tight schedule. So they were like, right, let's just wrap up Game of Thrones. So apparently, because of all the negotiations they do with Disney... That's why the last season of Game of Thrones is a bit shit because they just kind of threw it away. Threw it away, but they kind of were like, "Oh, we don't care. Let's get some of that Star so Wars." Dollar. The Game of Thrones people were on this. No, the next, the next trilogy, the one that's oh, made the, original, right, 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 the next right, right. original set outside of Skywalker. Very interesting. But, but then, so they threw away Game of Thrones. They've sat down and gone over it, and they've decided they don't have the time to do the next Star Wars trilogy. I- this is by the by. <laughs> I think we Again, can... we are skating around the film. We really are. I know, but this is Let, all. Let's this get is back all on important. Topic. This is important. Uh, the the problem I have with it is it's so disjointed now as a trilogy, and that is the thing I want to get across. It made me realise that as much as I liked the Last Jedi, now it's a forgotten film. It it doesn't have any purpose whatsoever. Other than killing Snoke. Well, who cares about him? Exactly, exactly. I'm because saying, he is just a tool. Snoke. Because the minute they bring Palpatine back, means that Snoke was just but, a puppet but, anyway. But that's, he was a clone. Because what? Rian Johnson killed him. Rian, poor, poor fucking JJ Abrams comes back and goes, "I had a guy. I had a guy called Snoke. What did you do to him? I killed him. Why? But th- this is the thing, right? Snoke is a clone." Well, yeah, but he had to write that because well, he's got to give well, some foundation to Snow. It's just so bad because the whole point was that Palpatine was dead. Even if they would have fought in the original, now, this is this is why they should have just gone right. You are in charge of the next three, 
Right, we've got three films, and okay, what you were doing in the meantime? I bet Lucas's trilogy is looking pretty fucking good right now <laughs> to some people. You have got three films. It doesn't matter how long you take to do them, but you do three films with your original, vision. your vision, your take on the story. You cannot have two people do the story, and th- this is where the problem has come. It's because it's flip flopped between each film and badly. Not not even like they've got together and gone, ah, oh, right, okay, I've not got time to do this, but I'll tell you where I was going with this. It very much feels like there are two Star Wars trilogies going on. It to me And the other one is killing the other one. It feels to me like they will look back on this and it's gonna be like the only thing I can put it close to is maybe the DC universe, as it were, where the films are linked but they're so but they're far so removed loose. from each other. I- that's a really good point, actually. I, I I think that is that that is the point. They've all got their own sort of image. They've all got the same uh, their own personality, but they do not combine as a universe. And you're already in a universe. How hard is that to do? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Does, uh, you think about the amount of books they could have used as well that they just threw off. Anyway, the film. Anyway, the film. <laughs> Hold on, how far in are we? 18 minutes! <laughs> 18 minutes! So, enough of that. Let's talk about the film. Itself. As, as itself. I really enjoyed it. My brain. So, here's my thing. I thought I was up totally long for the ride. I was appreciating everything J.J. Abrams did. But as a as a as both a movie goer and a Star Wars fan, especially like little things, like I got it. Leia, Leia is a little wooden in this film, but guess what? She's dead, so they were doing really well. well yeah, with... I mean, I was surprised there was so much Leia. Yeah, dude, I, I was, I, I was, like, I am not jealous of you at all for doing, for trying to attempt this. And I say attempt actually as, as if they didn't get it. They mm. got it as good as they could, and I think if she was around today, I, I feel like obviously with Mark Hamill being on the set and uh, uh, Harrison Ford, I bet you they were like that. She, that's perfect. That's mm. great. It's great. It's like, for me. It was like the Mad Max of Star Wars films, mm. especially when they were going along the desert. I don't know if it was Tatooine, but when they're going through that desert planet, and it's, I was thinking, God, this is so fast. Everything's happening. It reminded me of Mad Max, and the point where I just put the brakes and went, "Hold up," was how Leia kills herself. I didn't mind that That's to cool. distract Kylo. Yeah. But then by distracting Kylo, that gets him killed. Yeah, but that I don't think Leia was doing it in the sense that, well, Rey's going to kill him. But what did she do it for? Be, to stop him killing Rey. So in that scene, it like she, she obviously can sense that you know, he is winning the fight. And has literally got his lightsaber ready to strike down Rey. And she suddenly Rey? goes, Ben... It's almost like she, like, comes this big presence that she is. You know, this, you know, we've always heard of her being a Jedi, but this is like, you know, her moment as a Jedi to go, Ben, it just stops him completely. And that gives Rey the opportunity, not necessarily to kill him, but that's what she chooses to do. Because she's a Palpatine at heart. Yeah. And then, obviously... Hits him with a lightsaber, but then heals. But him. then heals him. Can I so also point you, out that's a does, really annoying does, thing does in the like, film? Well, I don't mind that because no, how many people die in this film and then come back, Gaz? No, uh, look. Obviously, 
it's always been a thing in Star Wars that the Force can heal. But how many times do people die in Star Wars and they die? Well, how many times does it happen in this? Three. Go on. Uh, Kylo. Yeah, one. Gets stabbed and then. Don't she, include the snake. She brings no, the, no, because the snake. the snake. The snake's not cast. The, the, <laughs> I'm not including well, the snake. This is what I. This is what I can't. Where's the other two? Right. Okay. C three PM. They've... Oh come on! No, they threatened to wipe his mind. Force. No, no, but they threatened to wipe his mind, so it's a death. Because then that's the whole thing. Like I will, I'm taking one last look at my friends, that's and then different. they wipe his mind, and they're like, "Oh, that's dead sad." And then, oh, guess what? R two D two did have a backup because they're best friends. Oh, best friends. Okay. In fact, no, it's four, three, Chewy. Chewie's dead. Different. Chewie's dead. Is he? I was like, holy shit, Chewie's dead. He was on a different shit. There's bollocks. It was smoking mirrors for the on fans. It's like they went, oh, we killed Chewie, and then someone in the audience went, Chewie's alive. And then at the very end, Ray's dead. Oh no, she's not. Yeah. Sorry, no, it's fine. Kylo's dead. He's gone over this cliff. Oh, he's okay, he's he was, back. Yeah, and he then he saves Ray. He was just still there. And then he saves Ray. No, She's I, dead. I'll give you two. Five. I'll give you two. If they were four sealed, it's two. It's not four sealed. I'm just saying that just... But that's what I'm getting at. No, but I'm saying just <laughs> five times they knock off people in this film no and bring them back. No way, man. Nah. Come on, mate. So you're allowed to force uh, right, it. Right, guys, I'm not being funny, but I've never thought this is a more t- true time to say it. Search your feelings. <laughs> you know it to be true. No, no, I'm not buying that, right? The Chewy thing, I think is fine, because... Oh, I was fuming at that. Misdirection. I, I wanted him to be dead. I Don't get me wrong. I've, I can't remember when we spoke about this before, and I wanted someone to have died. And you were like, that's dark, that gas. Oh, what no, you just want uh, Infinity War. You wanted everyone to yeah, have actually yeah, died. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right? Felt a bit similar, I did, because I get what you're oh, saying. I know, it felt a bit I similar, I did. Mm. I get what you're saying. It cheapens the moment sometimes when you're made to think someone's died. Like the Chewy thing, you think, shit, Chewy can't have died. But this is very si- similar to when Leia died. And you thought, shit. Leia's just died. And then she's Superman. Superman her way back in. And you last. Lisa wasn't a Superman. Chewie doesn't suddenly become. <laughs> I always had the force. <laughs> and zooms back into scope. Here we are. So actually, speaking of always having the force. So, mm-hmm. uh, Finn, force sensitive? You don't like force sensitive people. You no, like and I don't think Finn. He feels it. He said. He says he has a feeling a few times in this yeah. film. But I don't think that necessarily transpires that he has the force, just that Unless he it's... felt that the force was making him do good rather than evil. But you've got to be force-sensitive to feel the force. Not necessarily. I mean, I... I... Yes, you do! That's the force! <laughs> no, I, I think... That's you... not how the force works, guys. That's exactly how the force no, works. I, I took it as... What he was saying was, in his heart, he felt like he knew what he was doing as a stormtrooper was wrong. No, not that bit. The bit where he goes, I know the ship it's on. I know the ship we have to attack. Why? It's a feeling. 
and they don't have a battle plan. Yeah, but going is that in. not just him being like savvy to the way the uh, the the I I saw that as not, a stormtrooper. I saw that as he's seen how the Empire works, and he saw like the Empire would go. I know that they're gonna do that, so I'm gonna flip it back. To I the would ship. accept that if it wasn't for two things. One, this isn't the Empire. This is the Sith. Well, you know what I mean. It's the same bloody thing as 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 much as they called it the First Order and the Final Order. No, but he's, it he's, was he's, still the Empire. Yeah, That's but like it's what I'm but getting. It, at. Yeah, but oh, okay. Secondly, it's not like he goes, "I know because I was on this ship and I would know what they did." He literally says. It's a feeling. That that yeah. that so alludes to it being forced. And by the way, just to back up my point, you know when they're about to sink in the sand and they think they're gonna die and thing goes, Ray, 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 I need to tell you something about And then they go, What did you want to tell her? So people tweeted JJ Abrams going, You can't even rectify this, you left it quite open. Yeah. What was he trying to say? Was he gonna tell Ray he loved her? JJ Abrams has apparently tweeted, uh, no, he was going to tell Ray I'm force sensitive. Yeah, well that's that's bad. That's, <laughs> that that is Premier League VAR bad, <laughs> bad referee statement. Is for, what that for is. the um, for the American listeners, <laughs> that's the equivalent of and how the NFL do everything and they can pick up where you foul. We've only just brought that into uh, English football and it's fucking brutal and people hate it. And that, yeah, VAR. Fucking hell. Let's not talk about VR. Uh, <laughs> talk nerdy podcast. I can, I can spend we don't whole, talk politics. I can spend a whole hour on that. But, um, uh, honestly, though, right, let's get to the nitty gritty of this because we both said we liked it. I liked it up to that point. After that, it went from being like a good eight, eight out of ten film to I was confused and it, it dropped to between a six and a seven. Really? And not to give my rating away right now, but we are like, we're 27 minutes okay. in, and I just feel like now we, I, I, I that's where I, I am. Well, let's quickly go over what we really like. Yeah, okay, that seems fair. Because, again, the, the problem with this film is there's so much, and I liked so much, but it was just so much. I feel like Bruce Bogtrosser mm. around that cake. Um, I liked... In the I like the montage, I like the way the emperor's brought in, I like the Sith. In fact, if I like anything about this, about what JJ Abrams does, I know he tries to make it about Rey, but Kylo's arc throughout this entire trilogy is superb. If it could have just been more centered on Kylo, Kylo's maybe, arc is better than Rey's arc yes. over the whole trilogy. I yeah, completely definitely. agree with that because if, if you Again, going back to sort of the the Ray Last Jedi thing, it's irrelevant because they say she isn't born of any family or anything like that or whatever the hell the the quote is. You know, she she is supposed to be this. Well, your parents were nothing, but she goes into this. She the the biggest problem with that is the fact that you know she does that whole scene where. Um, what is it on Luke's little island thing where they go into it and they say, oh yeah you know it's sort of, it, I goes very, it goes very inception doesn't it yeah, yeah, it's yeah. sort of like oh my parents are, are here behind this thing and there's nothing there mm. oh and she sees like loads of copies of herself yeah yeah now so, Jay Leo made a really good point about this he said she needs to turn out to be a clone of Palpatine which is is it was a fantastic prediction that Palpatine would clone himself. Mm. 
but they don't use that for her. It would make more sense why she saw the mirrors of herself. It would make a lot herself. more sense. Yeah. I wonder whether Rian Johnson was going that way and JJ just went, that's not how I want this to go. I want her to be someone as a human. But I feel like he should have, if he could have, but then to say you come from nothing, you're no I, one. I, I think that cheapened, again, The Last Jedi because essentially what you've done is you've set up a premise that she didn't have this family and she's just come from nowhere. Mm. It was almost owed to the fact that she was a clone, but now you're saying she's Pal... Well, how is she Palpatine's daughter? Granddaughter, Granddaughter, sorry. Right, yeah, so some people have had a umbrage with this because obviously during the the people... At the end of the day, Hitler had a fucking mistress. I'm not suggesting at all that Palpatine wasn't getting busy with some fucking evil chick. Something, 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 bend over. <laughs> something. You know, like, that's completely believable, but then it would need to be leaned towards Yeah. in the previous film. I know, I mean, again, this is J.J. Abrams having to go, I've got, like, literally, I have scraps here, I'm going to make this with them. I do, I I don't know. Uh, this is the only reason I feel like Ray's arc suddenly goes a yeah. bit worse than Ky- Kylo's. Is consistent. Yeah, Kylo's is great. I love Kylo's arc. And Especially Harrison Ford scene, by the this, way. Oh. In this trilogy, I think Kylo becomes the hero he completely does. because he's the one consistent that I would say all the way through each single film, I would say I enjoyed his part. So Pose didn't like at all in The Last Jedi, actually, because mm. he becomes almost like a spoiled brat. Yeah, he is. And in this film, brings it back. He's, you know, almost matured into, like, the general that Leia's left him in. Mm. Uh, I think Finn's arc is cheapened again from this film, from The Last Jedi, because... He spends so much time with Rose, who's a nothing in this film, mm. and then you suddenly get this other stormtrooper character. Who, if they'd have brought that in in the second film, exactly, why bring it would have been so much more in. interesting? Oh. Because then you'd have got the whole like, well, now there's a whole mass of stormtroopers who've turned in the third film. I mean, do you know what's weird about this? The characters in this have their personalities differ depending on the film so in the first film mm. if i go through the characters so you've got poe poe's almost like the han solo a little bit reckless a little bit ooh. finn is i completely think new about in the third film as yeah, well that's finn, what's so good finn is a fish out of water um rebel uh, trying to rebe- uh, rebel against what he knows but doesn't know why he's doing it and has this almost bromance with poe and ray is trying to is so like uh agoraphobic uh, and realising as a parent side that she doesn't want, she just wants yeah. to be left alone. Cut to the second film. Um, Finn is apparently now in a possible romance and so bold and going out like Poe. He's being like, more like Poe, but uncharacteristically like Poe and being rebellious. Poe, like you said, is a screaming, kicking baby now, which doesn't make any fucking sense. And I don't even know what Rey did in Last Jedi. I, I, I struggle when I look back to think what Rey actually did. Like you tell me what her arc is, and I well, can't. Her arc she is just realizes the whole that her powers. Thing with Luke, yeah, her powers is cheapened completely again by this film because you think, well, okay, she's gone to train with Luke, but even Luke isn't Luke. Mm. 
So her powers now grow. Now in the second film, even Luke has a has a line in this film that cheapens Luke from the second film, and that's um, where the biggest. So then you get to the third film. film, and now Poe is very mature. Mm. Um, he's almost more like himself in the first film again, and making more. Is uh, is more emotional and he's more driven. Finn is just lost. Finn doesn't know where his arse from his elbow is. He doesn't know who he likes. He doesn't know who his relationships are with anyone. Um, it, honestly, he's completely gone. And Ray decides at the very end that she is a Skywalker. Uh, and even after finding out she's a Palpatine, she's a Skywalker. Even though. What do you feel about that? No. She should have said Palpatine. She should have owned the name and changed it. There is. I, at first, I went. I saw her look at them two and say Skywalker, and the little part of me went ah. And then I remembered that the whole point, and some of it's Luke says it or Kylo says it doesn't matter what runs through your blood, what name is there, what matters is who you are. And she yeah. completely disregards that and I... says I'm Skywalker. And I felt so sorry for the bird who asked her name because she spends like two minutes gazing at the distance, looking at these images in her head, with a poor bird looking at her is going. Fucking hell, I've got a loose one here. I, I, it's weird. I, I couldn't decide on that one. When I walked out of there, that was the thing that was in my head. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why they did that. It fits with the name of the film, I think, because that's almost then saying the rise of Skywalker was Ray. And then she trains people. And, yeah. She had a yellow saber, which. But, I Isn't don't Skywalker? Get that. The, the rise of Skywalker was a name. Other than that, that point is completely gone. What? What could you? You? What? what are you saying that the rise of Skywalker was because of Leia? Because Leia's name isn't Skywalker. She's she is from the Skywalker. Family. Oh yeah, Leia is Organa. Yeah, a name in the Star Wars franchise, really. Yeah. Yeah, I know she comes from Anakin, so Anakin Skywalker, Leia Skywalker, it would make sense. But it doesn't fit. And even even the bit at the end there where they bury the two lightsabers in Tatooine, and she has no affiliation with her. Yeah. She was never there. Why is her lightsaber going there? No, she buries Leia's... Oh, Leia's lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, because... No, no, she does, to be fair. In the prequels, they... Uh, so... No. Oh, oh no, she's never there. She's never there. She went. They split the family up. So Luke went to the Tatooine to to live with Amperu. That is literally fan service. Yeah, it is. There is no basis on that. But there's fan service, and then there's fan service where you don't understand where you've come from. I love the idea that you thought this would only take half an hour. <laughs> oh god! Um, I mean, I'm trying to go through. Right. Well, let's let's talk characters. Characters. Very, right. We're gonna have to roll through this. Right. Fuck me. Let's let's just do it. Like, actually, say, actually, so. can we just rather than go characters? We were saying what we liked. I think we said a lot of what we liked. Even if I sound like I'm being critical, I've said what I liked. What did you actively not like? You just said that you're a bit funny about that at the end. My main dislike is not actually anything wrong with the film. Right. Right. Because there's a lot of this film that I really do like. And I think if they'd have got the trilogy right, that 
what I disliked about this film wouldn't be a problem. So I am not going to actually give that to this film. Okay. We've already talked about oh, where yeah, yeah, yeah. the discrepancies so are the, the trilogy between off. that. The dislike I have with this film, it's actually very minimal. Okay. I, I feel like there's parts of it that are a little bit cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, like, the, the one point I'd go to on this to, to sort of describe what I'm feeling is when they're on top of the uh, Star Destroyer. With the horses? Yeah. <laughs> Just say that out loud. Yeah, yeah. And realise where we're at. That, to me, is very cheap. Where do the horses come from? The the, the planet? Bullshit. <laughs> right? This is my biggest problem with the new trilogies as a whole. They haven't thought that through. Is it, Why is that, would that make any sense? It's a speed thing. You had to... it, yeah, no, I get that. But you could have you could have even done it. Why horses? What, what the fuck are horses doing there? It, it doesn't make any sense to have a horse on top of a Star Destroyer. Right, you're in space for a kickoff, right? Like, okay, so, like, if you think about you going to space, you need a fucking spacesuit, JB. When they're in the fucking uh, X-Wings and the TIE Fighters, they've always got helmets on, blah, blah, blah. No one is in space, just in space. Space is an infinite vacuum that would have fucking destroyed... Them. Why are they just standing on top of the ships in no spacesuits? You're so angry right now. I, because this is what I mean. It's cheap. Why is that possible? In this... I actually didn't... It doesn't make any sense. I get where you're coming from. I didn't... I didn't I, my biggest weird thing was all the Sith that he's apparently either cloned or trained. I don't know. Mm. Which I thought was weird because there's a rule of two in the Sith, but that's... It, it, it's by by the by, if he has clothing them, whatever. Um, they were all sitting there, and as everything transpired, all the Sith just sit there. Yeah. They are apparently as powerful as him. I, I did sort of think that. I thought, well, who are they? Like, you think, like, sometimes he gathers people. Like, if you think of the Trade Federation mm. and Phantom Menace, even going back to that far. Like he oh, gathers, we are not a racist! He gathers them as a force because, like, you know, they they would turn into sort of who they would turn into. Mm. But never are they Sith. No. And the thing about the Sith and as well is they have no control. You don't see any of them as well. Like, you, you no. don't see, like, who they are. Are they different sort of um, breeds of species, mm. even? You don't see it, anything. I think you it eludes their clones. clones. I think it eludes their clones. Really? But the thing about the clones... But then, if they're going to go down the clone route then, then why didn't they just full hog say Ray was a clone? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense to make them all clones, Snoke's a clone, blah, 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 but then Ray just magically is Palpatine's granddaughter. Nothing as well. One of my biggest gripes in it is you don't find out enough about Ray's parents. Yeah. They could have... If, if this was a more conclusive trilogy, they could have played on that so much better in the second, in the second film one. and really laid out why... Why why Ray's parents so against Palpatine? If you think about Palpatine, right? Mm. If he's had this... 
even if it was an illegitimate child while he was a senator and it was while he was rising to power, right? Why get... suddenly is the, the mum and dad of Ray going so against him to hide Ray? This is a part of this franchise now that we will not get. Potentially. Potentially. Comics can comics can are canon now. Yeah, so. but I, I'm not talking about comics. I'm not talking about the fill-in job that comics can do. I'm saying, as it stands, as a film, that is a gap. A massive gap. Because it doesn't make any sense. Why did they suddenly... He mentions it briefly. He says, your mum and dad were weak, so I couldn't get them to do what I'm asking you to do now. In one of the scenes, that's mm. basically what he alludes to. Well, tell me that, then. What? Where did that come from? Why did Palpatine's son or daughter, whichever one it was, because you don't find out as far as I'm aware, why did one of them not turn to Palpatine and want to sit on that throne? That's a very interesting part mm. of this arc they've gone for that you will never find out. There is there's bits which are just. It's, they, I feel like this film should have been two films. I feel like they could have. I feel J.J. Abrams, I wouldn't mind, but J.J. Abrams could have gone to Disney and gone, right, Rian Johnson's really given me a not I don't think they could have done another film. Are you tell, you're telling me they could have gone, he could have, he no. could have gone, I'm going to now. Everyone knows this was a trilogy. They have dropped the ball completely by it's giving Rian Star Rian Wars, it's Disney. You're telling me they wouldn't go. I just want to make one more film. Harry Potter was seven no, books. They made it eight I'm films. I'm pretty sure when they the said Hobbit they were was one it book. Back, they made I'm it three sure films. when they said they were bringing it back, they were doing one more trilogy, and then that was it. So they dropped the ball completely and limited it to three. I look. I liked the Last Jedi. This is I. I can't say that enough. I actually thought it was an okay film. The problem is. Is it's a different film and a completely different series than what we've just been given? Did you like? That's the biggest problem. Uh, did you like? I mean, it's this, this is a thing. So much happened that made me go, uh, uh. So Han Solo being a memory. I didn't mind that. I loved that. I didn't mind that I at all. That. I actually thought a lot of those type of moments were actually very well done. The fan service in this film mm. was so good that. Because there was a lot of originality, I thought, going on through... I know you said that it touches on different parts of other mm. films, but I actually thought the, the fan service and the originality of it was what made it such a better film. Like For me, this is the best of the three. Really? For me, yeah, because oh. I, I felt like it had originality. I thought the storyline was actually like completely different. The fact that there was this Sith world... That they had to get to by finding, uh, you know, whatever the hell they were called. Little compass things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's completely new. But then there's enough, you know, the fact that Lando Calrissian was there, but it, 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 he was there, but he wasn't like. And there was a bit where he goes, let's go top. find out who your dad is. Yeah, and that, was, like, like, that was a big that, that, for me, is Disney. Setting off a TV series. Oh, do you not think? I do not want Billy D. Real Williams. Do you not TV. think that is Disney setting off a TV series? It's too old for a TV series. There is no chance in the world that wasn't. There was no point in that. Yeah, I there know. was no point in that. And the immediate thing I thought as soon as that happened was the they're making something series. out of that. Fucking up. They're either gonna do 
a TV series of the Stormtroopers finding out where they came from. Whether Lando's in it, I don't know, because obviously, you know, we'll be getting on, but there'll be something there. Hmm. Disney aren't soft. Right. Uh, let's face it, you know, they, at the moment of riding high, not on this film, but on a little TV series we've not mentioned yet. Yeah, Mando. The, the three things that stand out for me in this film that make me realise where it went wrong, and I think they're very, like, they're three small things, but they speak volumes. The first thing is when they land on that planet and see the wreck of the Death Star, which is mm. epic as fuck in the trailer. I remember looking at that going, oh, I like that. And then they, she gets the dagger out, she looks round, and she just so happens to be standing exactly where you need to be and for the dagger to point. So that to me was like, wow, we are really rushing this. We're not spending any time on this at all. Okay. And that speaks volumes about the film. The second point is the the bit with with uh, harm on the uh, with harm with Ben on the the memory or whatever. That's a really nice moment, and I think it said loads about how I would have liked more of Kylo in this. And if it gets a lot, but then it made me think, God, I would have liked more good Kylo to come through on this one. It, I mean, maybe that's almost good writing because it makes me yearn for more. But that was one thing that saved it. But then there was a th the third thing, and I cannot get it out of my head. There was a really, there was a moment in the first act where there's playing the old game, the game the chessboard, the chessboard, yeah. and it's Poe and Finn versus Chewie, and the, there's a little bit of banter between mm -hmm. them. Oh, you don't mess with. He's, he's 250 years old. He knows what he's doing. He's not cheating. And it goes up. Oh, he's cheating, right? That was the first. Oh, breathing space mm. it was the very first breathing space in the film and I didn't feel like I got that again for ages I can't be saying but like, it was one of the nicest moments it was just some moments where uh, the no. film was like bam 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 I understand bam, what you're bam. saying it was it was very fast paced and I think they need because for me it feels like this third film is the second and third film combined in, in a way because it's almost like the second film shouldn't have been there and this should have been the second film. And then there should have been a third film to come, but obviously mm -hmm. I know they finished it, so obviously there's not. Do you get what, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's where it comes from. It's I really think. odd. Where do you rate it? Where do you rate Because I've, I've kind of given it away. I'm, I'm between a six and a seven. I'm, I'm weird. I'm, I'm, I, I'm trying to think what I've rated. I know. Last Jedi, because... I think this is the stronger of the three, but the problem I have is I think I gave Force Awakens a seven. And then you gave Last Jedi I think an I gave eight the one. No, I think I gave The Last Jedi a seven. Right. <laughs> and I sort of want to give this, this a seven. That sums it up a lot. That sort of is where this trilogy has gone because I think it's almost been... It's been nice to have this trilogy mm. because if you think of it... Look, the people that are saying this is worse than the prequel. Oh, the bullshit! Go and sort yourself out. Yeah. Because there is no way in my like, I've I. This is why I said at the very beginning of this podcast, I saw people when I first heard like about this film. I wouldn't have seen it for weeks, hmm. and I saw things coming up on Facebook, and I was like, oh my god, they've fucked it, hmm. because I saw people basically saying they fucked it. And I was like, ah, oh, 
I'm so gutted that it's going to come out on this sort of way. Where are those people getting that from? Because I don't think they fucked it. I think it's a very good ending, actually. But hurt. But the term is but hurt. They're just. It's not. It's not the Star Wars. It's like it's almost like Trump going. This is not the Star Wars film that I paid for. This is not what I wanted. Yeah, it's it's. JJ James has done what he can. I still feel he's trying to pander to too many people. Mm. I feel he should have just been bold and brave and just gone for it. But then again, bold and brave doesn't work because Rian Johnson did that and it completely blew up in his face and was, I still think, bad writing. He shouldn't have done that. But yeah, I feel that's all it's going to be. And it's Star Wars is an odd thing. Bear in mind when Empire first came out, it was panned mm. critically and now it's considered one of the greatest movies of all time. I'm not saying that will happen with this. But again, the prequels panned critically uh, when I don't think that's ever got better though and that's, that's oh no no thing. mate they are considered we talked about this on our February prequel spectacular like with Hagrid where he grew up with them he considers those kind of his Star Wars films and he has a very soft spot for them as do a lot of people he, 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 he he's big enough to admit the problems but there's I, people out there who I think... see them as the golden ones let's bring it in then towards the end of where the trilogy as a whole sits within the this, trilogies the trilogies so it's the second i think it's the second, <laughs> it's, the second. It, it's quite evident it's the second and yeah. I, I i think obviously the original trilogy is still gonna hold that nostalgia that no matter what happens going forward it's always going to be a new hope and it's always going to be an Empire Strikes Back that is the yardstick. But You're never going to get away from that. There's people who are fuming Return about this Return of the Jedi strategy. was slightly oh, I don't like below. I, don't I know like you've got your problems with it, but I actually think it sits as a very good ending. And that's probably why they've struggled so much to end it, because that's actually the ending. Yeah. To that trilogy. I saw someone so to bring really it good. back and do another story. I mean, that's this is why I felt the Force Awakens was so cheap, really. Because if you think about how the Return of the Jedi ends, the Force Awakens basically just from immediately just goes. I know that's how it ended, but by the way, there's now the First Order, and that's basically the Empire. So don't worry, uh, we're right back where we were. They're bollocks! No, I know, but this is the thing. I saw someone say, and I thought it was a very good way to summon it up, all this trilogy has done is kill the original three. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I kind of agree. I, I kind of agree. Kylo I, and kill the first but three. But I am glad they brought it back in a way purely on the basis that I think the prequel trilogies were so lean towards what they were trying to tell they became boring. Yeah, like, they were. You know, they were boring. It, it was so. You know, they, they had. To, it's not maybe their fault. I mean, it is in a way because of the way they told it. But they had to stick so true to the story because they had to get to the story they were already up to. But the the thing they had with this trilogy, which was set after that, was they could have gone anywhere with it. Mm. And I feel at the end they actually got to somewhere where I thought, you've sort of got to where I wanted you to get to. But the problem is, is there's so much between Return mm. of the Jedi and here that is unanswered, unexplainable to a certain point. Why are suddenly people who are Force-sensitive able to do stuff that Jedis couldn't? 
Well, that couldn't, but no, 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 no. Yeah. They can't do... What do you mean they could do stuff they couldn't? Come on. Right. Don't open this can of worms now, guys. Well, I am, because... Right, I know we're getting to the end of this podcast, but at the end of the day, when in any of the original trilogies could you pass things through force? It's... It's it, they pass a lightsaber through force. They're not force sensitive. Those two are Jedi. I locked it up. I fucking loved it. Yeah, but Finn's force sensitive. He can't do it. The, but do you not see where the problems are when you have something that was set in the seventies going through into the eighties, where you capably can't do the stuff? I think. I, I, think, I think they should have been much more sensible to to the law of Star Wars. The link, the the link between Kylo and Rey is meant to be purely. Them. Would they then have said that Luke and Leia's force compatibility uh, is less? This is this is the problem. That look, Star Wars fans are never happy. That leads that, to hate. That is the sort of demographic that suffering. we're working with. I enjoyed all of the pre. Uh, sorry, okay, I'll take that back. I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed all of the sequel trilogy in its own way in certain moments of it. Mm. I enjoyed The Force Awakens. I enjoyed The Last Jedi. I enjoyed Rise of Skywalker. I didn't have that same affiliation with the prequel trilogies. There was a lot of it that I was like, this is boring. Mm. And a lot of it was leaned sort of towards trying to tell a story that realistically they made seem hard work i think mm. so it's way and beyond that i i think any of the people that came out of these last three and said this is worse than the prequels oh, yeah, I, I, I think you need to have a look at yourselves realistically well, well, and I... say well what did you expect because at the end of the day what were they wanting from a star wars film prequel or sequel I feel now that this is such a loaded topic that I, I don't even want to name this episode a spoiler review. I want to call this just like a normal episode of us. Well, whatever. It's weird. I might have to... I don't know how I'm going to play with this because we've covered so we've much ground. And very, very well, I think, JB, in the fact that we've not mentioned something very big that's happened in the Star Wars universe recently, which we're going to talk about. Are we? Well... A TV series. Oh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah, but that I, I yeah I I, I don't think we're going to do that separate. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I don't. But to. I think it's worth mentioning towards the end because it's been a phenomenon, in a sense. If you can, that's easy for you to say. <laughs> I said it okay. But I think a lot of people have have clambered to that. And said, "This is what I, I want from Star Wars." Yeah, where has this been? A beginning, a middle, and an end. And let's not go too far into it. No. We're going to do a podcast on that anyway. But generally speaking, this is where we're at right now. We're at a point where the Skywalker saga has come to an end. I like the ending. Mm. I think it's right to end it here. I think they've sort of done an okay job on it. I think they've bossed up the trilogy to a certain point. Mm. But generally speaking, I'm I'm happy it's done. I'm happy where they've gone with it. Mm. And that's it. Let's hope to fucking Christ... <laughs> the next one. That is it. Yeah, the as far as I'm concerned, the Skywalkers are done. 
Ray is still alive. They're all dead. Ray is a Skywalker. That's great. Do not bring it back. Yeah. You've got so much more you can tell in this universe. Mandalorian is a fucking prime example of that. You do not need the Skywalkers in Star Wars. I feel we are going to touch more on this when we talk about the Mandalorian. Yeah, guaranteed. So I'm going to call this episode something like JB and Gaz talk about the trilogy as a whole and Skywalker, the Risers. It's yeah, a bit longer yeah. name. It is. <laughs> but, but you know what? So was... The Phantom Menace. I feel like it's a long game as well. Um, so, yeah, on, the, on that note, we've got to go because we've got to prep for the nerdies. It's literally in half an hour. Um, I have been Jay. I've been Gaz. And... My, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry And he left his home And kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi We were singing My, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry And he left his home And kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi